Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Isaac would like to know if the Milky Way that we see in the night sky is part of the spiral arm we are in, or is it one of the other spirals arms of our galaxy? Does it have a name? Isaac, thanks for another great question about the structure of our galaxy and where we are in space. So it depends on what time of year it is for what part of the galaxy we see when we look up at night. So let's rewind just a moment and talk about the concept of a galaxy. So galaxy means milk. <laughs> yes. So it comes from the Greek word for milk uh, because to the Greeks, it looked like somebody had kind of spilled milk across the sky. So if you go outside on a dark night where there's not a lot of light pollution, there's it's clear, there's not a full moon out, you can see the sky you'll see that there are thousands of stars, but there's a region of the sky and it looks like a strip, like a path from one horizon to the other horizon where there's more stars and it kind of looks fuzzy, a little bit cloudy-like. And of course, different cultures all over the world have had wonderful, lots of different mythology and stories around it. And today we understand that what we're actually looking at is our galaxy that we're part of. Now, the other stars that we see in all the other directions we look, those are also part of our galaxy, but they're not on the main plane of our galaxy. So if we were able to look back at our galaxy from far away in space, it would look like a really big disc, like a frisbee or a big giant plate. And the main part of the plate would be made of billions and billions of sh of stars, of shining, shining stars. And the light from all of those stars kind of blurs and blends together. And there's also lots of nebulae, so clouds of gas and dust. And of course, there's black holes and all sorts of things in that galaxy as well. So it's all held together by gravity. Now, there are some stars a little bit up and above and below that disk of material. And so those are the other stars that we see at night that aren't along the strip or the path of the Milky Way. So I kind of like to think of galaxies as being sort of like big cities, right? Where each star is one building or house, and then you have lots and lots of them all together, and you have lots of buildings, and that makes a big city. So our galaxy we call the Milky Way, and it turns out there are other galaxies out there, and we can use telescopes to see them and see that they're also made of billions and billions of stars, all held together by gravity. There are different shapes for galaxies, and our galaxy is a spiral galaxy. So it's that big disk shape, and the disk has these arms in it. This is the main structure of the galaxy where a lot of stuff is 
is squeezed into those arms. There's little bits of stuff between the arms. There's some stars and some clouds of gas and dust, but the arms are the main populated areas. They're like the main streets in a city. So our galaxy has two main arms, and those are called the Perseus arm and the Scutum Centaurus arm. Now, there are a few other minor arms like the outer arm and the new outer, um, the Carina Sagittarius arm. And these names, some of these might sound a little bit familiar. These are named after constellations. And the constellations are named mostly from Greek and Roman mythology. So Perseus, this Perseus was a hero right? He's the hero who fought Medusa and rescued Andromeda. Ooh, there's another constellation, Andromeda, right? You might have heard of Andromeda because in the direction of Andromeda is Andromeda Galaxy. So we name the sky looking out from Earth. We look up at the sky and we name the section of the sky after the constellation that's there. So there's 88 constellations that we use, and we divide the whole sky up into that. And so anything that's in that direction, whether it's really close by, like maybe it's only a few light years away, or maybe it's tens of thousands. So the Perseus arm was named that because when we first started exploring it and discovering and realizing that it was an arm, we were looking at features in the direction of Perseus. But it turns out that the arm spirals out from the center of the galaxy. So the Perseus arm actually isn't just in the constellation of Perseus. And the Scutum Centaurus arm, well, we were looking at features in the constellation of Scutum and Centaurus. All right. So let's think about what we can see at night. Because Earth is a planet, right? And Earth is going around the sun, and the sun is going around in the galaxy. It takes the sun a really, really long time to go all the way around in the galaxy, because the galaxy is huge. So from the perspective of a human lifetime, or even the perspective of a whole civilization's lifetime, the sky doesn't change very much. But what does change is the seasons for us. Now what the seasons are is as we are going around the sun, our planet is tilted a little bit. So that's what gives us the four seasons if you live in the temperate regions. So if you aren't way at the tippy top of the planet at the poles or right in the middle of the equator, if you're kind of in those in-between areas, then you'll usually get the four seasons. At the equator, they get dry and rainy seasons instead of spring, summer, fall, and winter. Now we're going around the sun. Let's think of the sun as staying still. It really is moving in the galaxy, but let's think of it as staying still. The earth is also spinning. That's what our day cycles come from, right? It takes about 24 hours for the earth to spin around all the way once. So while the part of the Earth you're on is facing towards the sun, that's daytime. And you can't see any other stars except for the sun during daytime, other than when a solar eclipse happens. And that's an amazing thing. There will be 
some solar eclipses coming up soon. We'll talk about those when they come up. But when you're facing towards the sun, you can't see any of the stars that would be behind the sun from our perspective. When your part of the earth is facing away from the sun, that's night. So we're in the shadow of the earth and that lets us look out into space and see the stars that are in the opposite direction from the sun. But six months later, the planet has gone to the other side of the sun. Now, from our perspective, the stars haven't moved much. So now the stars that we were able to see at night are behind the sun. So we don't see that part of the sky anymore because it's daytime. And now the part of the earth when we're facing away from the sun that's night is looking in the other direction. So that's why you can see certain constellations some time of the year, but not other times of the year, because the constellations would be out during the daytime. I should mention, though, that there are some constellations that you will be able to see every night of the year. And which constellations those are depend on whether you live in the northern or southern hemisphere. If you're in the northern hemisphere, you should be able to see Ursa Major and Minor, which sometimes we will call the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper, you should be able to see those every night of the year. Because if you think about the Earth, that's kind, those constellations are kind of above the Earth in the direction of the North. They're what we call circumpolar constellations. So it's like we're looking up instead of out and away. So those ones will be visible every night of the year. But there's other ones the ones that are a little bit farther down from that, they depend on the season. So Isaac, coming back to the original question here about, well, when we look at the Milky Way, what part of the Milky Way are we seeing? So in the summertime for the Northern Hemisphere and the wintertime for the Okay, summer for the northern, winter for the southern. That can get a little bit confusing sometimes. So August, when you look up into the night sky and you see the Milky Way, you're looking in the direction of the constellation of Sagittarius, looking straight into the middle of the galaxy. So you have to look through the Scutum Centaurus arm. So we're looking away from the arm that we are part of. And this time of year, August and September is a great time of year because to see the Milky Way, because you're looking into the center of it. So there's more Milky Way to see. Now let's wait six months into what's the winter for the North and the summer for the South. And now we'll be looking out. So we'll be looking away from the center of the galaxy into the arm that we're part of, which is the Perseus arm. And the Milky Way won't look quite as thick or quite as big because that's looking out of the Milky Way. So we're not looking into the center of it. So there's only some Milky Way to look through. And in that case, we're looking through the Perseus arm. All right. 
This was so much fun. Isaac, thank you for a great question. Let us talk about what constellations are and our place in the galaxy and the day and night and the seasons. So there's a lot going on for us to learn about. If any of you listening have topics or questions that you would like us to talk about here on the podcast, please have your grown-ups send it into the email in the description. Thank you so much for joining us here to talk about science and space. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.